Yes, yes. Hello, hello. We are live, live and ready. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome to this, your podcast, the Young Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast, where great-minded people will be joining me live through Facebook Live, uh, YouTube Live, Instagram, Twitter, all social media. We're going to take over all the social media. Why? Because it's there for a reason and it's there to be used. So let's go ahead and use it. Why not? Right? So great-minded people like me are going to be joining this podcast. Um, once again, my name is Angel here. I'm your host from the, the podcast that's yours. I always say this is, this, is, this is the people's podcast. All right? So Today's a special day, man. I, I, I've been excited. I've been up since six o'clock this morning. I, I don't know if you can see my face. I'm a little tired. I'm ready to go. I've been, I've been, I've been, listen, I've been dreaming about this for the longest time. I, you know, you see this stuff on the, on the TV, you see it on, on YouTube. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's uh, uh, sharing content. And I said, you know what? I could do this, man. Come on. Why not? So with that being said, you know, like I said, my name's Angel. I'm here from Orlando, Florida. And I'm just looking forward to an exciting podcast uh, interview. Great people like like uh, my friend here, uh, Valentine's going to be joining me shortly here. My cousin from Indiana. Okay, I have a, a lot of friends, a lot of family that have been speaking about this, and it's great. It's great to get some positive feedback from people that say, you know what, I want to be a part of your program. I want to be a part of your podcast because. It sounds great, you know, and, and to get that, that feedback is wonderful because this podcast, like I said, I created it. Uh, I don't know. It was just, it just, God put it in my heart, to be honest. Um, and I'm ready. I'm ready to big things. It's, it's something new. It's something different. But I know that this is going to go somewhere one day. I don't know how. I don't know when. I leave that in God's hands. So I praise the Lord. I thank God for giving me the, the, the talent, right, to do all this stuff. I don't know. I started getting my, my equipment ready. I started doing my research and whatnot, and here I am. Now I'm in trouble because now I'm inviting people, and people are saying, yes, I want in. When? So now they're committing myself to do this, and that's wonderful. It's a wonderful feeling. I'm ready. I'm excited. This is episode one. Okay, so please subscribe below to my channel. Please uh, comment, uh, like. Don't like, I, I, I don't care what, what it is that, whatever, whatever makes you feel good. If you don't like, please tell me what you didn't like about it. But that's what, that's what it's all about. I accept any kind of criticism. I, I understand that. And I, that makes me a better person. Trust me. So without further ado, I want uh, to introduce you to the next person. Listen, the, when I thought about this person, um, it was actually Thursday. I was watching, I was telling her I was watching the Latin Grammy Awards, uh, Latin American Awards, something like that. And I felt like this Latin connection, how the Latinos in the urban community are supporting one another and they, they support one another. And I was like, that's the same concept that I want to bring on my podcast. But Lord, who, who do I bring? You know, who, who do I talk to about this? Who, who should be in my first episode you know i don't know so i went to sleep that night that was thursday night and 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 like at two or three o'clock in the morning I, I felt this this lord just put my that person's name in my heart and valentine torres and i'm like wait a minute my cousin i was like yeah you know what she's into a lot of uh, uh stuff right now you know and i was like wait a minute lord is could this be i was like i don't know but i was afraid you know i sent her the invite and then i was like what if she don't take the challenge though you know what what if she's too busy you know what I'm saying? Because I know she's she's a busy, she's a mom, she's a wife, whatnot. But I want to get to know the entrepreneur side of her. You know what I'm saying? So I thought about it, and then I sent her the info, and she's like, OMGs! And they're like, all caps. And I was like, oh, okay. So when I got that feedback, I said, no, 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 no. This, this is only, this is a good start. This is a good start. So that gave me more motivation, right? To start doing that. So I want to thank you all that joining here. I see some people already connected. Please comment below. Listen, this is a story of a young woman um, from the roots of Puerto Rico, as you can see right here, okay? From Indiana, my hometown. I was born in Gary, Indiana. Now they call it NWI, Northwest Indiana. I don't know what that's about, but she's going to explain to us more about that. She has a lot of events coming up, and for Mother's Day, she's going to talk about that. But I want to hear her story because 
when you hear someone's story and it touches you, you know for a fact that that story is going to go a long ways. And I told her for a fact, I told her, I said, you, you need to write your book. I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know how to write a book. That's, that's not mine. But if I could plant the seed and say, hey, look, you need to write a book on your story because this woman has a story. I talked to her a few days ago regarding this podcast and that woman i almost had to hang up on her because she was just blah 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 blah, blah. she kept on talking and talking i was like whoa i was like okay like i say save some of that for the podcast because we're going to need that okay so without further ado ladies and gentlemen please help me welcome my cousin from hobart indiana i'm from gary indiana it's right right around the block all right home of michael jackson but we're here indiana is in the house ladies and gentlemen Please help me welcome Valentine Torres. Yeah. Weppa, weppa. I feel like I needed some salsa music. I don't know if I needed salsa know, music or like some some Michael Jackson. Either one. I vibe yeah, with both but of it. Due to copyright, you know, I don't want to get blocked off on my first episode. So we'll, <laughs> we'll improvise and we'll be like, dun, 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 dun. who's bad? That's right. Oh That's right. Being a Latinos, we always have music in our head, anyways. Exactly. Exactly. We don't need music. We we have the energy. We have, as you can feel the energy. <laughs> I already see people connected. Thank you. God bless everyone that's connected. Valentine, how are you today? I am so well. I I'm blessed to be here to share this platform with you, the mastermind behind it all. Your spontaneous <laughs> nature is just it's it's the kind of energy i needed i needed it today i needed it this month i needed it for 2021 everything happens for a reason and like i told you i'm the producer executive producer writer cameraman microphone man i'm everything right here i got everything right here i'm ready i'm ready so valentine once again it's an honor for taking some time listen people you don't know this woman is a busy busy woman she's a mom She's a, she's a everything. She's a sister. She's a friend. She's an entrepreneur. She's a teacher. She's everything. She has, she has a jack of all trades and she is the master of all. Okay. Okay. That's what the entrepreneur is. Not all jack of all trades and master of none. No, no, no. Entrepreneurs. We change that jack of all trades and we are master of all of them because if those trades are ours, we're going to master them. So Valentine, once again, on the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. For accepting this invite, um, it's truly an honor. Uh, I'm I'm so excited. Like I said, I've been up since six o'clock this morning. I got up fresh this morning. I went to sleep early last night. I told my wife, nine ten o'clock. Good night. I'm out. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to get my rest because I have a long day. I have you know my business that I'm running and whatnot. But I got to find time for this, and I got everything ready. So, Valentine, thank you again. I know, she, she, ladies and gentlemen, she had a Zoom. She got out of work. She said, I'm going home. I have a Zoom about 30 minutes. So this woman, okay, she had a Zoom not around 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock our time. And here she is. Valentine, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. It's it's a pleasure to be here. I am I'm just excited. I actually had another thing on my schedule too. My son had a track meet. My son is in eighth grade and and is very competitive wow. and running. It rained here in Indiana today, so the track meet got canceled. So I was like, I was working that out. You know, my husband was like, okay, I'll take him over here and you go this way. And and that's what my life is like, just going back and forth. You know, I, I say that I wear these three titles where I'm Valentine. That's me. Yeah. You know, I yeah. And then and then during the day as a business teacher, I'm Miss Torres. And then I come home and then I'm mommy. Right. Exactly. And then exactly. I, and then in between there, I'm squeezing in those little wife duties, you know, and uh -huh. and I just I, I balance it all. <laughs> that is awesome, Valentine. I mean, my my applause to you. I know not just because, you know, Latina woman, any woman, any woman right now that's listening. You know, we understand. I mean, me as a as a as a as a guy, I understand the role of a Sometimes the mom has to grow and they have to play the dad. Mm -hmm. And in between, they have to play the friend, right? They need that that connection with, with you, with, with whoever's the adult, right? So so listen, Valentine, um, thank you. I know you got a lot going on, so I, I want to make this as quick. I want to get as much information out to our listeners. The reason, like I said, for this podcast is because I want great-minded people like yourself, uh, women that 
that just constantly busy. This just have a lot on their hands, but they're always looking for ways to make great things happen within the community. You're that person. So for our listeners that are joining right now through Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Okay. Um, let's start with, let's, let's go back. Let's go back and take us back to like the early nineties, early eighties. You know, you're, you're born, you're, you know, by the way, her name is Valentine. And she, like my daughter was saying, I know why she's, her name is Valentine. Cause she was born February 14th, Valentine's day. So of course, why not? Her parents say, Hey, well, let's name her Valentine. So what else? You know, she gets now her Valentine's gift from her husband, poor Aaron, and she gets her birthday gift. So she has double whammy on that Valentine's day. So Valentine, uh, real quickly, let's start off. Take us through who is Valentine Torres? Like, what were your roots? How were you like when you grew up, you know, you come from your dad from Puerto Rico. He's Puerto Rican. 100 percent mm -hmm. your mom, 100 percent Puerto Rican. So you come from, you know, you don't come from a mixed culture. You come from the same background. So what was Valentine Torres like when she was that young girl that had, I'm pretty sure she had dreams. She went through high school. She went through that phase. She got her high school diploma. And then all of a sudden she said, you know what? I'm ready to take on the world. But then those walls start coming up. Those, those, those challenges start coming up. Go, go ahead and take us from there. You know, I, born in Gary, Indiana to two Puerto Rican parents. Um, my, both of them, of course, are, are Puerto Rican and they grew up in Gary. They went to school. I, I always say that the, the Puerto Ricans in Gary, I call, I've named them the Gary Ricans. You know, I, when I joke about all the books that I'm going to write, one of those books is going to be about the Gary Ricans because they, they were just their own culture of people. Right. And, yeah. you know, coming, coming from Gary, and that was in, in the Lake County side of Northwest Indiana. And then, of course, my parents migrated to Porter County. My, my dad is a steel mill worker. He retired from the steel mill. My mother worked in, in the hospitality industry, in the service industry. So grew up very blue-collar background. Maybe that's, that, maybe that's why I love blue so much, right? Just hard, two hardworking parents that worked full-time, you know, and my, my parents, both of them instilled work ethic in me, you know, not only my parents, but also my grandparents. You know, I loved hearing the stories of my grandparents when they explained when they came from Puerto Rico to to Gary, Indiana, you know, and and natural. What's really interesting is both of my parents who didn't know this. Both of their family roots are from Umacao, Puerto Rico. You know, they would have found that yeah. out later on when they when they met. Yes. So um, wow. my grandfather on the Riveras, I was from Rio Priadas, said that with a really bad accent. And then, of course, my other grandfather from from Umacao. So they came here and that's where they were. And my parents very much lived that American dream and they instilled that American culture with us but always keeping us grounded to that Puerto Rican family, who we were, what the language was, you know, they, they taught me how to speak and read and write in English and in Spanish. And, and I'm grateful to them for that because it allowed me to communicate with my grandparents who primarily only spoke Spanish. Right. But mm -hmm. to fast forward, you know, that my, my childhood was very humble. It was very, very family oriented, right? Like, I tell people when I would have friends that would say, oh, can you come over? Oh, can you do a, a, a sleepover? I go, I can't do a sleepover with you because my prima's coming over to sleepover. I'm going to be with the primos <laughs> this weekend. I got to go to my tia's house. Like, what are you talking about? You guys hang out with friends on the weekends? Because in my household, we go to the family's house every single weekend. That's who we knew. Exactly. That's, you know. We didn't need neighbors or friends. We didn't need school no. partner. We didn't need that. Exactly. Go no, ahead. Everything, you know, I, even when we learned how to play sports, we learned it. We learned it with each other. Right. We learned how to. Uh, my cousins, exactly. My cousins taught me how to ride bikes, you know, so everything I learned was always through my family, you know, and I'm I'm so grateful to my parents, my grandparents and my tias and my tios for instilling that that family value, you know, which are things that I do with my children at home now, you know, but to, to get to your question, you said, you know, after high school, like, what was that like, you know, grew yeah. up very American type culture. Um, after high school, my mindset was all about make money, get to the mm. money. And, mm. and I think that now, was wait a just, why, why was that? Yeah. Because you don't, you don't come from a business type of family. Mm -mm. You, you know, like, like they don't have their own business. They were 
from what my understanding, because I, I know some of your families, like, you know, you get a high school, you get a good job and you work, you know, the next 30 years to get a retirement. Right. So how was that like? Because your mindset now is different. Go ahead. My mindset was very different, although I saw my parents work, work, work. And my parents mm -hmm. never complained about working ever. My father, who worked swing shifts in the mill, who would have to take an igloo box of food every single day, wow. he would have to say, I got to make three salami sandwiches today because I'm going to work a double. You know, and wow. my, my mother, who was in the service industry that would explain how she would carry food trays all day until 12 o'clock at night, you know, and she worked in, in the hospitality and fine dining, right? And well, my parents never complained about work, you know, I knew that I wanted to go out there and I wanted to make money like my parents, but I was always looking to make sure that I loved where I was at, you know, I think growing up always being comfortable in my own skin was something that I wanted to do in the real world as well. So when I when I graduated high school, I I was working at, at the at the Radisson Hotel. It's here in Northwest Indiana, very popular. And I just started getting into money and I started seeing I started um, seeing other leaders mentor me. Okay. So people would give me advice. I remember when I had a, a manager give me advice on how to dress business like. And I really took took to that advice, you know, and I would get advice yeah. on how to have good customer service skills, how to understand the sales industry. So I really I, I credit leaders. You know, there's a quote that says leaders develop leaders. And exactly. when you know you're a natural leader, you you naturally gravitate to other leaders and they gravitated to me, you know, so you. that's what I was. Right. I was just all about that work hustle at a very young age. Like I didn't want to just. Yeah, I liked being with my friends, going to the beach on my day off. But if I could go to work six days a week and, and make money, then I was at, I was at work. I was making money. So, so you were not was at the, the beach. The, exactly. So you were. Your, your mindset was like, okay, fun and games and everything, but there's something about money. There's something that I, I need to get to because I, I want to get, I want to get there. I want to get there. Like who inspired you? Like, or was there something that was this inside of you? You know, I, I think um, the fear of being poor is what inspired me, mm. you know, hearing, hearing my, my, yeah, hearing my dad talk about growing up in the projects, my father being raised by a single mother in the projects in Gary, my mother explaining to me how she lived in the projects as well with her mother. And that fear of being poor was like, you know, that was something like my parents would always say, we ain't trying to go back to the projects, you know, and they would drive mm. me through those old neighborhoods that they lived in, you know, and even... Even when my grandmother you left in person, yes, yes, they would take me wow. to the projects and be like, "This is where I used to live." Is you know, make sure you make right decisions and be a good person because you don't want to end up here. So that that is what they that seed was there. They they were showing yeah. you if you don't do good or what. This is what is is gonna. This is what you have left to do. Ah, right, you know. See, laziness, laziness. Yeah, laziness was never an option. It was just, don't be lazy, you know, get a job. And and I remember my father would say once, even if you get a job at McDonald's, then you work that job and you do the best that you can and you work your way all the way up till you get to manager, but you stay yes. working that job. Yes, I love that. I love that. I love that. That's like what I told my daughter. I said, you go, you stay in school, you graduate, but get good grades. You know, don't settle because, oh, mm -hmm. I got a B. Don't settle for the B. If you could go mm -hmm. for the A, go for the A. Don't settle for the B. Because B is good. But if you, if we teach her that, oh, okay, B is C is good. As long as you pass, no, no, no. If you have mm -hmm. room for the A or the A plus, go for that. Don't settle for less. That's what I'm teaching my right. daughter right now. Right. Yeah. You know, I in the classroom with my students, I tell them, treat your points like you do dollar signs. If the project is worth a hundred points then give me a hundred points worth of work, then put in a hundred dollars. Cause I always tell them this, can you imagine if I hired you for a job and said, I'm going to pay you a hundred dollars. But then at the end of your eight hour shift, I go, Oh, I'm sorry. You only gave me 80%. So I'm only going to give you $80 today. I said, you'd be uh -huh. so upset. You'd be so upset that you didn't get your 100%, you know, so work toward what you think 
work towards something that displays what your work ethic is, you know, and I don't think that anyone wants to be a 70% work ethic. Absolutely. Absolutely not. No, no, no way. No way. I mean, if you want to get paid the 100%, you work the 110%. (laughs) That's my message. Exactly. Exactly. Because they might get, because they might give you overtime. That's what used to happen to me at the Radisson. I would, I would tell people, I said, I did well at the Radisson because I showed up to work every day and I would show up early. And sometimes when my shift Mm. would end, they would ask me, can you go work in that department for a few hours? We'll pay you overtime. And I was like, I'm there. I'll go into that department. You want, you want me to go to the kitchen? You want me to wash the dishes? I'll go wash the dishes. You want me to go to banquets and set up a wedding? I'll go set up a wedding and banquets. You know, they knew that I was always available to the point that I gave them permission. You can call me at home on the days off. Sometimes I would call them on my days off. I'd say, Hey, I'm off today. Do you got any shifts that I can take? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. No, 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 no. That is, yo, that is crazy. That that's awesome. So, so, so you've been in, in that work environment. You worked in uh, Radisson. So you worked in a, a hotel, correct? What what yeah. else did you work in? Well, well, this is after high school. This I got that job when I was a junior in high school. I was seventeen years old. I was in eleventh grade. My mother, my mother worked there and that's where my mother worked in the service industry. Um, And my, my mother who to this day does not stop working. She's retired and still works. Right. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Of course. You know, she, um, she told me, Hey, I can get you this job. And I remember all she told me was don't call off, make sure you're not late. And when you're there, work hard. And, and they'll recognize you. And she goes, I don't know what will happen. I can't make you any promises. But if you keep working, they'll keep giving you hours. They'll keep giving you shifts. And I took my mother's lead and went you right to it. Up. Was, mm-hmm. yeah. So I worked my way up throughout the hotel. You know, I got to be a, I started off as a busser, bussing tables. Get out of here. So, yeah. So here I was. I'm in high school. I'm on the dance team. I'm student council president. And then my mom says, I got a job for you at the Radisson. I was like, oh, how cute. Thinking I was going to work at the front desk. She's like, but you're going to start off as a busser. And I go, mom, really? (laughs) I'm a teenage girl. Like I was like, I mean, how's that going to work with my fake nails? I don't wear fake nails anymore. But back then I was wearing, I was like, I was like, how's that going to (laughs) work? You know, and I I said, am I going to have to like touch food? And she goes, hey, it's a job. Do you want a job? That was her answer to me. And I go, yes, I want a job. And I took the job as a busser. And then from a busser, they moved me to hostess. From a hostess, they moved me to room service. And then I became the room service supervisor. And then from there, they made me a server because back then in Indiana, you couldn't serve until you were 21. So I had to oh. wait. That was the care that they would dangle. They go, oh, if you become a server, that's where the real money is. So I was. Exactly. <laughs> you were hoping and working hard for it too. Yeah. So, so Valentine, so you, you, you graduate high school, you know, now, now you're, you're on your own. I understand. Right. You're, you're, mm-hmm. So do you make the decision to go to college at the time or, or what happens then? So I I graduated high school and I did make the decision to go to college. Um, I went to a university here local, Indiana University Northwest. Um, It was the only college I applied to. Yeah, it was the only college I applied to. I got in and I had a little misguidance from my guidance counselor. My guidance counselor and I didn't have the same vision, right? Really? Okay. Um, I wanted I wanted to go into business because I took business classes in high school and she told me that and this is the truth she goes I don't think you're smart enough for business. Are you and serious? So, yes. And because I wasn't a high academic achieving student, right? I knew that I had to graduate high school. I knew I had to get a diploma. That's what my parents told me I had to do. Right. We had we had family members that were not getting high school diplomas that were dropping out. So, you know, getting a high school diploma in my family was a big milestone. That was a big celebration. And they promised me a big open house. We'll we'll throw you a party. And that's all you got to do is tell me there's a party at the end and I'm going to (laughs) work. Oh, my God. I go to Indiana University Northwest and the, the guidance that I received from my counselor was to go into bilingual education. 
And that, that definitely touched my heart. It touched my culture, but it just wasn't where my work ethic was. Like, I like being bilingual. I help people in Spanish. I, I translate at work all the time. You know, I, I sit in on meetings, on case conferences, and I, I assist the Spanish-speaking community in any way possible because um, I understand right. that I'm blessed to speak these two languages. But it just wasn't where my heart was, you know. So I did start college. Um, there was like I tell people all the time: life happens, and you got to prepare for life to happen. Exactly. And I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that homework and that the rigor that came with college. It was very difficult for me because I was working. And so when I was in college, I wasn't making money and I wanted to be making money. Right. Yeah, I had the so same thing. Yeah, things, absolutely. Yeah. And some life things happened. We had a really tragic death in my family. A very young cousin was murdered. And, wow. and that was very difficult for me to go back into my academic goals, you know? So I try to go it was, back. It was, it's, and it's, I, like a, it's a little distraction. There was a distraction there. It, so there. it was a distraction, you know, it because again, when track. you absolutely, because when you come okay. from when you come from a culture that everything is about family and something happens to your family, nothing else matters. You have to be there for your family. You know, you, you don't go to work. You don't go to college. You're just right there because we understand when we lose a family member. All of those that are living around us, they need more love. They need more extra care. We yeah. need that support. And yeah. that's what we did as a family. We just, we united together. And I put that focus on my family and I took the focus away from myself. Right. Because okay. that's what I was taught. You know, it'd be selfish for me to keep doing what I was doing. Absolutely. So I did what every college kid does. I dropped out. I dropped out. Right. Yeah. You dropped out. It's kind of like a postponed because then and later yeah. on you, you go back into it. So. So you you, draw, you you know there's a little pause at what I call it. It's like you pause there and then, but then later on, you know, we, we're not going to get too much details about because we'd be here the, the whole night, right? Because you know we we know you have a wonderful story. So, but still inside your heart, there was like this this thing that you know the whole family. I'm pretty sure the whole family thing came, and you you got more into the family, and you were working. But then there was something inside you that said, I still have to get back on track of that, that, that career. Take, a, take us through that real quick. Yeah. So I, I got married to my first okay. husband. We're now divorced. So I got married. He was in the Army. And we okay. started traveling. We lived in Fort Knox, Kentucky. I lived in Fort Hood, oh. Texas. Then he joins the Air Force. So then we go to McDill Air Force Base, where I'm living in Tampa, Florida. And oh. having different jobs, right? So fast forward through all of my different jobs, I land a job with a corporation called T-Mobile. And okay. I think, and I sit, and again, natural born leader, they tell me, Valentine, we want to put you into management. And we're going to give you your own store to manage with a salary at 65000 a year. And this was back in 2004. And I said, epa. I'm wow. In. I made it. I made it. Yes, I'm I in. made it. And I was I like, I don't even and I don't even have a college degree. Like get his soul, <laughs> you know? Just high school now, degree. That was it. That was I mean, I had my college credits. I did have about 60 college credits at this point, you know, going in and out of college, getting my credits, but again, I kept dropping out of college. And so okay. T Mobile says, we want to make you management, right? So Here's where this entrepreneurship mindset came. And yes. I will tell you, it came because I got pissed off. Ooh. Honest to God, that's where I was Ooh. at. So they tell me I they're gonna it. make they tell me they're gonna make me a manager. They tell me which store I'm going to manage. They have me sit for the interview. They told me it was all mine. And at the end of the interview, I, I fought, you know, I go out to the lobby and they make the decision right away. And they ended up choosing my colleague, another male who was younger than me. And he had only been with the company for six months. And I had already dedicated over three years to this company. Ooh. And and they tell me right in front of him, hey, we chose him because he's got a bachelor's in business. And unfortunately, you don't have a college degree. Ouch. It, that Ouch. was it. So Ouch. I was pissed because they took my money. Like to me, that was my money. That was my job, wow. you know? And then they so say, how did, how did that you make you feel? 
Like, how did it make uh, you feel? Just, like, I was upset. I was defeated. I was insecure. Mm. My confidence level just dropped. It went all the way down. We're to the point that I said, I'm going to go back and be a waitress. That's all I'm good for. I'm just going to go be a waitress. That's what I think wow. I should do. And, and I remember it was, it was my, my ex-husband at the time that said, why don't you go to college and get a business degree then? If you're so mad about it, why don't you do something about it? Oh, you know, like that? Me, so he challenged he you. He called me out. He challenged me. And uh -huh. I go, oh, mira, mira que lindo. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> Let me go to college. So I go to the, to, um, to, I tried Hillsborough Community College in Tampa. Didn't like it. I'm shopping all these colleges. And I'm max. I'm like, I can't go to college because I don't have time for college because then I can't make my money. But I end up finding um, a college in Tampa called the University of Phoenix. And oh, yeah, that, yeah. And that school just fit everything that I wanted. And again, because I'm I'm mad, I'm pissed, right? I sit at this college and I tell her, listen, I want a bachelor's in business management. Don't tell me I'm not smart enough because I am. And I will do everything in my power to get my degree done. And I started it and finished it in three years. In three years? Mm-hmm. So wait a minute, wait a minute. So how, cause three years is, is, it seems like a long time, but it's not three. Like what's happening in between three years? Cause you told me a story about you, you, you know, you were the baby, you, you're typing. Yes. What was that? Go ahead. So, tell that story, in everybody. Midst, so in the midst of those three years, I become pregnant, right? We, we planned for this child and we say it was, um, it was during hurricane Katrina cause we didn't have electricity for a couple of days. So we planned for a child. 2005. Right. Get out yes. of here. Get yes, out of here. Because my son was born July of 2006. So you see that nine-month window? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of I here. Him, I call him my hurricane baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes. So go on. Go. So what happened? Tell me that, tell me that story. Everybody, so, listen, and says so. listen to the story, guys. Listen to the story. Listen. I mean, so here I am. I'm still working full time at T-Mobile because T-Mobile then says, we'll pay for you to go to college. We'll give you tuition mm. reimbursement. I was like, yeah. up with. Then I don't have to take those student loans. That was my other hesitation about going back to school was can't, I don't want to take out student loans. But T-Mobile wow. says, we'll pay for it. Tuition reimbursement. I talk about tuition that reimbursement with people all the time. It is it is out there. Right. So I got to work. Money. And, and so I get pregnant with Felix and literally like I I'm going to class, you know, and now I have to transition to the online school and I have Felix in July in 2006 and I am still going to school. Like I'm breastfeeding my baby and typing at the same time. If you could just kind of imagine what that looks like. I've got a bobby yeah. around my waist and then at the and he was a nine pound baby. He was a little and I've got my computer there. I'm listening to my books. Like I figured out, I downloaded this program to have my books read to me. So I would listen to the books, be rocking the baby in my arms and typing out my papers. And I stayed working until I finished that, de that degree because even having a baby wasn't going to stop me from achieving that goal because I wanted to be able to take advantage of any opportunity that came my way. And I knew at that moment, I was never going to sit and lose an opportunity. No one was going to take money out of my pocket ever again. Amen. Yes. 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 I love it. I love it. I love it. So, so you go, you do this in three years, you get your degree, right? What happens next? So then I'm working, I end up getting a job with the university of Phoenix and okay. I become an enrollment counselor. And mm. within five months, they promote me to an enrollment manager. And it was great. It was like a 25% salary increase. So now I'm working for the university and everything is great. I'm in management. Now I'm in charge of hiring people. I'm in charge of firing people. Which you but already have experience. At that time, you already have the experience, right? I did. I did. I had that. Yeah, I had that sales experience from T-Mobile. And then, of course, going to school for business, it just everything just matched. But what I learned at the University of Phoenix is and it, it almost makes me emotional. Something that changed my life was mentoring adults. 
And mm. these are adults that had the same hustle and the same background as myself, as my parents. And they would say okay. like, I got to get to college. I can't keep losing opportunity. And it was at that point in my life that I started to value higher education. And I started to really value the fact that there are people like everyone wants the American yeah. dream. Everyone doesn't, you know, everyone Absolutely. is looking at the projects and saying, I don't want to go live back in those projects. I know people who have lived there. You know, I, I don't want to go there. But mentoring adults was probably something that was so humble to meet. You know, I, I always tell the story of this one lady that I worked with. She worked at Kentucky Fried Chicken. And she was living as a single mom with three kids and her mother was living there and she was supporting her mother and three children on a Kentucky Fried Chicken salary. And so, you know, we had this line that we would say at University of Phoenix says, if I can show you a way that I can help you change your life, would you like to hear more about it? And when I told her that she cried and of course it's a sales line, right? But when yeah. you speak from your heart, it means something. So it means so much more. And she says, I, if you could get me out of Kentucky Fried Chicken, if you can get me out of poverty, she goes, Valentine, I'll buy whatever you whatever you have. Right. Wow. So I went from working at T-Mobile selling cell phones to selling okay. education. Right. But mm. to sell education is not easy because it, it involves a person committing to four years with you. It's not like a car where they're just like going to sign the thing and they got to make those monthly payments. You know, there's so much more involved, but that's, that's where it started mentoring adults. And that's where I started with career advising. That's when I started finding out about what walks of life people had and making sure that I can match them into the right major when they were in college. Exactly. So, so that's where that journey begins. Correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, So now, thank you for sharing that story, that story, Valentine. It's, it's truly a blessing. I, you got to write a book. I'm telling you, and you, you have to write your book. I don't know how. Start looking at publishers or something. Start writing. I know you, you may not have the time now, but you got to write your book because you're, you're an inspiration. I'm not telling you. A lot of people are commenting right now. There's, there's a lot of people connected right now, and I'm blessed to hear your story and to see people hearing the story as well. So. So now I see, okay, so now we, we pass all this college. You, you have your, your children now, the beautiful family. You know, you remarried it now with Aaron, you know. But now we're talking about, now you, you say that you're a business teacher, a career mm -hmm. advisor, a mentor to young adults. Now, now tell me about, let's start, let's start with business teacher. What exactly is a business teacher? Um. You know, business is the one class, and I, I, I always say this, you know, and, and not to discredit any other department that is out Absolutely. there, but it is, a, it is a part of, it's a life skill, right? Like, we have to be able to understand business because business is the foundation of everything. I mean, criminal justice is business, healthcare is business, music and arts is business, right? What we're doing right now, podcasting and live streaming, it's a business, right? Yeah. And As individuals, we are our own business plan, right? Like in my business class, I teach an introduction to business class and we do a, um, a business plan. It's a big project. It's their midterm. And I tell them, you could take this business plan and apply it to your life. You can create okay. a mission statement for your life. You can create a vision statement for your life. You can create an executive summary. You can you create your own SWOT analysis, right? Your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. That's usually right. where I start with business. That's the first week of school is I tell the students, now you're going to get to know who you are. What are you good at and what are you not good? And why are you not good at something, right? Exactly. So That's very I, I teach business classes now and, and I think, That's following. I, I work for an amazing school corporation and and I have so much support from my leadership team that they just I, I come up with an idea and, and they come with it. Right? right. So as I'm career advising before I became a teacher. Right. So as I'm career advising, the 2008 recession came and I'm working in for profit education. So yeah. lots of you know, the gainful employment laws came out and a lot of higher ed um, schools ended up 
redesigning their model. The first thing that University of Phoenix did when they redesigned their model was they closed 50% of their campuses, right? Um, I was then pregnant with my second child in 2009. Mm. And so I was part of that I was part of that big, huge layoff, right? And yes. when you're pregnant, you can't find another job. Like, wow. how do I show up at a job interview six months pregnant? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, right. you know, that's that's something that us women, we struggle with, you know? So here I am, Porfine, I got my bachelor's degree, you know, I'm doing good. And okay, sure, this company shut down, no big deal, I can find another company, but now I'm pregnant. Like, is that company going to give me maternity leave in three months? You know? Wow. No, yeah, exactly. not. nothing's exactly. guaranteed. So I stayed out of work for a year and a half and I did some soul searching. You know, I, I went back to that entrepreneur mindset and I remember thinking to myself, if I can mentor adults into career advising, I was like, what mm. was it that those adults didn't have? Why were they 25, 35, 45 years old, still trying to figure out what they wanted to be when they grew up? And then I started thinking, do high school students not get this type of career advice? And so my son is at a school. So I start volunteering at my son's school. The elementary school principal tells me, you should try to apply for a job within the corporation. And I do. I go and I sit for a job interview um, to be the assistant to the superintendent, like an administrative executive assistant, to find out kind of that I was, I wasn't qualified for that job. I don't want to say that I was overqualified, but right, you right. know, I remember she said, she said, "Have you ever been an assistant?" And I and I say, "No, but I used to have two assistants in my last job." <laughs> and <laughs> and so then she goes, "Okay, let me let me rethink about where we're going with this." And she was looking exactly. at my resume, and she's she has a very creative mind. She's she definitely is an entrepreneur in her own way. And she says, what if I bring you into the high school guidance council and the high school guidance office and you do career advising for high school students? And I said, I'm in. I would love the opportunity to educate high school students and to help educate parents to explain to students like take advantage of this higher education, you know, and and I'm not one to promote like you need to go to college right after high school. You know, I, I'm a little bit opposite of the status quo. I think that sometimes people right. do need to go and work for a couple of years and to be able to to balance back in academics. Like, yes. if you're a high school student yes. and you're not and you're not strong academically and you still haven't figured out study skills, then you know what? You need to go work for a little bit. You need to Take go notes, work. Guys. Take notes. Exactly. Yes. You know, um, develop a little bit of modesty, humble yourself to see what the working class is dealing with. Right. You have to. Right now. You I have, have experience. You know, it. yes, exactly. Right now I have students working on financial, um, a financial spreadsheet with balance sheets. And and, you know, I asked I asked students who's moving out of their house when they're 18. Almost the whole class. Of course. I bet I bet get lean though. They're all moving out. Yeah. They're so cute. <laughs> Take and advantage, like, stay home, stay home, right, take advantage, stay home, you know, so I've, I've got mm-hmm. them working on a little balance sheet so that they can figure out, okay, well, what's that look like? What's rent look like right now? You know, what's uh-huh. insurance look like? Who's going to need Bills. Wi-Fi? And I need Wi-Fi. Who's going to still uh-huh. need the newest iPhone? You know, and they're like, ah, <laughs> they're all excited see? with their hands so, up. So, exactly. So these young adults, they uh, range be- between what age? Right now. So right now, between 14 to 19 years old. Um, okay. Okay. And even too, you know, when my students graduate, I always tell them, find me on social media. You know, I'm still happy to mentor you. And I love when I have former students who graduate, reach out to me. Hey, can you look at my resume? Hey, can I, can I sit on the phone with you? And we do like a mock job interview because I'm looking to get a job, you know, and I love being able to help out in any capacity during the pandemic. I was helping all kinds of people doing resumes and I was like, I need to start charging Mm. people for this service. This is a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah. Because people don't know where they don't even know what the resume looks like. I know. That's it. Exactly. And you need a resume for a job. I always tell people the mechanic doesn't show up at the at the job site without his toolbox of tools to show you how he can work on the car. So why do you show up at a job without a resume? That's your toolbox. Right. Those that's the resource 
that explains who you are and what you bring to the table. Awesome. Awesome. So Valentine, thank you for sharing that story with us. Um, it's, it's awesome. Uh, again, I, I'm going to keep saying it. Write your book someday because that book, I know if you publish that book, my God, oh Lord, it's going to sell like crazy. Now, moving forward, now we're in 2021, okay? Mm -hmm. Folks, please, listen, listen, you guys need to get, I got the information right here. Y'all need to so look at this website right here, Eventbrite. Valentine, please talk about this next event. I have it right here. Hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. I have, I have right here. Hold on. Let's, let's talk about this event really quick right here right here let me take this talk about Ooh, that's listen crazy. to your mother yeah yeah I, i'm telling you i'm over here hold on right here don't, don't worry don't pay attention to me saturday okay. may 8th 2021 listen to your mother talk to me about that oh my gosh i i'm still nervous for this event but i am so honored to stand on the stage with this great cast um, the Listen to Your Mother um, program is is ran by um, Carrie Bedwell, Carrie Miller Bedwell, and she asked me to audition in 2019. Um, mm. I auditioned, and then the event was to go live 2020, but okay. the pandemic happened, and we decided to just hold off. And even right. as we talked a few months ago, like, are we comfortable moving forward with this? And you know, Indiana has um, has has opened up in a lot of areas, and you know we we know how to do all of our good, friendly COVID nineteen re restrictions and keep everyone safe, and but still being able to get to that part of normalcy of life. But um, on that stage, I'll be sharing my personal story. Everyone's going to be sharing a personal story about motherhood, you know. And in the words of Tupac, we all came from a mother, right? We got our name from a from a mother, so. Um, for me, I'm a third generation single mother, right? I'm currently remarried. Um, but I, I had to go through the same struggles as my mother and I had to go through the same struggles as both of my grandmothers. Right. Um, and a lot of people, when, when I had to go through a divorce were like, they felt very bad for me. And of course, you know, it's, it's a very hard and it's a tough situation. You know, I, I say that divorce is another word for happy. Sometimes people have to look at each other and say, hey, okay, you deserve to be happy. I deserve to be happy. Let's choose happiness, right? And I co-parent so well with the right, father of right. my children. But when people asked me, like, how did you handle that situation? I said, I, I grew up with female role models, strong, independent women. I, I honestly never heard the term single mother until I was much older. I never heard my mother say single mother. I never heard my grandmother say single mother. But it's like, that was, right. you were the mother, you know? And, and in my upbringing, every woman, every woman in my family was a mother. Tias were mothers, exactly. you know, the tia primas were mothers. Everyone was a mother. At a young age, I was at the age of 10, I was changing diapers. I was feeding babies. I was babysitting. I was helping out. You know, so wow. I came from a family of such strong, independent women that it, it's it's been able to that strong independence that was instilled in me is why I'm here still standing my ground, living my life and telling my story. Exactly. Oh, my God. So so you got chosen to do uh, to speak right uh, based on your story. Yes. May 8th. Uh, mm -hmm. so we could get tickets. Like here's, here's the website guys. Take a picture of this yes. eventbrite.com. Now, just because you're not in the Indiana area, Northwest Indiana, Gary, Indiana, Hobart, Porridge, Lake station. Yeah. If you're in the area, you could go, you could attend, but now I understand that there's a virtual ticket. I, I can even participate. Down here in Florida. Ticket. Yes. Okay. So all my family and friends in Florida and Texas and Kentucky, where all my friends are, they also can buy a virtual ticket. I have the tickets. I have paper tickets on hand. I can bring if you're in the Hobart or Northwest Indiana area. You can buy right. the tickets online. This event, I am hoping that people look at it. We lost the opportunity to celebrate Mother's Day last year, right? Right. And Mother's right. Day is, is in my household. It is it is as golden as Christmas. 
It is as exactly. golden as as your birthday. Mother's Day is is just the day, and every mother celebrates it different. I've had some friends go, "Oh, for Mother's Day, I leave the kids at home with my husband, and I go out with friends." And I go, "Oh, for Mother's Day, I'm with my mother, just like for Father's Day, I'm with my father." You know, and exactly. so this event is about bringing your family together. You know, um, hopefully, people say like, "I didn't get to take mommy out last year. I'm going to take her out okay. this year." We're going to have a good right. time. It's in downtown Hobart. It's at the Hobart Art Theater. I'm all about nice. supporting local and small business. And that's what this is all about. And then a portion of the proceeds are going to go to our Building Brickies program. So the school corporation that I work with has a Building Brickies por- program where we actually help families in the area with from infants to preschool age and any assistance that a that wow. a mother would need with their young children, the building brookies yeah. program allows that. We even have a preschool within our high school and within that preschool, our own high school students work in the preschool. So they learn about early education, they get college credits and they can decide if they wanted to be early educators as well, or educators for early education as well. So it just it comes yeah. full circle, you know. So Exactly. Motherhood, you know, motherhood is the foundation for everything. You know, Beyonce says women run the world. And and when that song came out, I think as females, we were like, well, see, of course we do. You know, we know exactly. that that's the foundation. Wow. And that's the kind of and that's the kind of family I came from. Exactly. That's that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. That's that's one of so guys, May 8th, 2021. It's a Saturday because Sunday is Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. So Saturday. May 8th, yes. 7 p.m. Yes. Look at Valentine. I already shared her Facebook page, her Twitter account. She's going to be sharing the link. You can click on it. I already clicked on it earlier, and I saw that I purchased the $15 uh, virtual ticket. Is that correct? Virtual ticket, yeah. Yes. Okay. And so then $20 for general. Mm-hmm. For general. I put that information, and then Eventbrite is going to give me a link where I could click on, correct? I could go there? Mm-hmm. Or is it through Facebook? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Now, yeah, Eventbrite can do that. Okay, perfect. Before we close this section, there's something about magazine. There's something I heard about a magazine. You were chosen for a magazine. Now, hold on, because I got I to gotta show the people here. There, there's some pictures here. Look at this, people. This is this is some beauty. Talk to me. Talk to the people. Look at this picture. Look at this, this, this one right here. Hold on. This, this is my favorite one right here. This is my, my favorite la- one my right Latina. here. Is, <laughs> that's the Latina, like the, the Boricua that knows the Boricua woman. This is this is a picture. I mean, you have a bunch of them out there. So talk to me. What what is what is all about? How did you get uh, uh, chosen? How, like how did this happen? So um, a few years ago in 2018, I was a recipient of a very cool award uh, for the Northwest Indiana Influential Women's Association. And I won in the category of education. So one of the leaders from that foundation had shared with me that a photographer named Alicia Hodges was doing a project called the 40 Over 40 Project. And she sent me a, a message and she said, I think you would be a good candidate for this. I'm 43 years old now. And so... <laughs> I know I'm there, but you know, I, I, what I appreciate about this project is this photographer is taking 40 women who are over the age of 40 and 40. letting us tell our story, right? Because we know that when women enter their forties, their fifties and their sixties, we're kind of wiped off, right? Like as if whatever According. we've done in life, right, exactly. You know, whatever we've done in life, we've done and and we should just stop, you know, we should just be happy with wherever we are in life. And and I'm at the point in my life where I'm just like, I got a bucket list this long. It does include writing a book as well, but my bucket list is so long. So I was part of this project and it it was, it was, it was self-discovery, you know, because we, we talked, about where I had been in life, where I'm trying to go with my life. And, you know, that I don't want to be wiped out. You know, I don't want to be wiped off. I don't want to be written away. And what Alicia Hodges is going to do with the 40 women is then she's going to take the portraits. She's taken our stories. She's done some video work. And then she's putting it all in a nice little magazine and a publishing magazine. We'll have like a cocktail party. 
And then those um, those published magazines will be available within the area. I will get one mailed out to you when it comes out. Yes. I was going to tell you, send yeah. me the magazine because once I get that magazine, once the motherhood uh, event uh, passes, I want to connect mm-hmm. with you again. I want to I want to hear some stories about that event. Uh, what was your experience like, et cetera, and all that. And people, again, look up Valentine Torres on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow her. Get your ticket. There's no excuse. Let's support her. Everyone, please, let's support her. Support this podcast. Support the Latino community. Support the motherhood. Support everything that this young entrepreneur with a great mindset has to offer. Valentine, thank you so much. Again, it's been an honor. Your your story, I, I hope that the people that have connected here have uh, received something from it because if they didn't, they need to listen to this podcast again because your your story is, it needed to be heard. That's why when, when we talked the other day on the phone, I was like, I was like, man, this, this story, you, you, you need to be heard on social media, uh, on the platforms, wherever. That's why, because you have that grace. You have that grace. And I, I know you have it in you. And Valentine, thank you so much again. Uh, for this opportunity. I know you have a busy schedule tomorrow. So, you know, look at this 56 minutes into this podcast and it felt like 10 minutes to me. I don't know. I know. I don't know. know. It was like a snippet, a little snippet. Yo, oh my God. This this is crazy, man. This is crazy. But thank you. Uh, Thank you so much, Valentine Torres. I appreciate your time. I'm going to follow up with you and please tag me on everything that you post on Facebook, please tag me. And now I'm responsible for helping you and getting you. Yeah, th- this is a responsibility I throw on myself. I don't know why. I, I'm just crazy. I don't know. Entrepreneurs <laughs> just do that now. You know, just, I know. Just, we commit. Yeah, we commit. We commit without wanting to commit. <laughs> and then next thing you know, you're like, oh, my God, our agenda is full. But anyways, thank you, Valentine. Like I said, post me on, uh, tag me, everything I don't care if it's Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Just tag me. I'm gonna make sure that I share it, and I get. I want to get my people, my audience, to connect with you. Okay. Great. I, I, I wish you the best. Absolutely. I wish you the best success. Uh, hopefully, maybe sometime you come down to Florida, we connect. Uh, if I go to Indiana, maybe soon we'll connect over there, and it'd be an honor for me to uh, meet you in person. By the way. Um, I, I think I saw something with uh one of your cousins, Al Alma, Almadina. Almadina, yes. A, yes, yes. I was following her. I saw her on Facebook. Get me in contact with her because that's a young entrepreneur. Yeah, she's just started yes. uh, her business. Is that, am, am I right? She's, no, she's working for a small business, but she is a la- she's she's an esthetician, and her specialty are lashes. So she's like an independent contractor for a small business. So okay, still okay. Her entrepreneur mindset is it's it's yes. going. I love it. I yes. love it. I so, love when I see my young cousins striving. Absolutely, I would like to meet her. Tell her one of your cousins in Florida with the podcast. I want to meet her. I want to sit down with her and I want her on this podcast and I want her to share her story as well. Great. Okay. So Valentine, once again, thank you guys, uh, listeners. If you're listening to this audio, please look up Valentine Torres. If not, look up my information. You're going to follow the link there. I'm going to share this link on Facebook, YouTube, all the social media platforms. I already mentioned them. I'm going to send the link for the, um, also Valentine for the uh, audio. If someone, you know, people are not, to you know knowledgeable about you know social media whatnot they wanted to hear the audible as the anchor app i have an account with them i'm going to download the media there i'm going to tag you on it i'm going to send it to you okay 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 i'll I'll, I'll get that app on my phone absolutely so thank you again valentine thank you for your time i know you have a busy schedule i hope you have a blessed week today's monday monday for entrepreneurs is like any other day we have to make the best of it it's not about, oh, I hate Mondays. No, we love Monday. We love any day because any day we can make the best out of it. Okay? Absolutely. So Absolutely. Thank you. thank you, Valentine, again. God bless you, your family. Send my shout-outs to Aaron, your your children, everyone out in Indiana. All right? Mm-hmm. So God bless you. And I will see you sometime after the event, after Mother's Day, which is about okay. probably in another three or four weeks. We'll get together again, Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you, Valentine. God bless you. Thank you to everyone. You're welcome. Take care.
God bless. All bye right. Bye bye. Guys, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Listen, if this story did not touch you, it didn't impact you, I, I don't know. I don't know what will because, listen, like I said, this is the Young Entrepreneur Podcast, and I'm honored and, and blessed that uh, Valentine gave out, out of her time, right? Um, if you feel that you're part of the story, you have something to share, you're involved in the community, that you want um, to be a part of, uh, of this podcast, to share your story, to connect with well-minded people. That, that's the whole purpose of this uh, podcast is I want you to connect with my people. I want my people to connect with you, whether you're in real estate, uh, you're an uh, independent owner of a small business, um, no matter what you are, barbershop within the local area here in Orlando, Florida. It doesn't matter what what you're into, but if your mindset is more than just a nine to five job and you have more to give, you're involved in the community, you're involved in, in some kind of coaching, et cetera, et cetera, down the line, then listen, contact me. I want to speak with you. I want to connect with you. Uh, I hope you guys connect with me again because I have some more people that are interested in this podcast, um, great minded people. That are that are just starting their business, or maybe have been in, a, in in their own business for a while, but they're looking to connect with more people. That that's what entrepreneurship is all about: is connecting with other people, great-minded people, and sharing your product. I want to grow your brand. I want to share your content. I want to share your brand with other people. That's what this is all about. All right. So, real quickly to close, thank you again. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Okay. Um, share my content on Facebook. Also with uh, the Young Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast. Follow me. Share. Share this information with Valentine. Look up. Uh, get your ticket. Get your ticket. There's no excuse. I'm going to get my ticket for my wife and my family. I want to hear about this motherhood, Dean. I want to see what it's all about. You know? So thank you again, guys. I appreciate it for you guys connecting with the Young Entrepreneur uh, Mindset Podcast. This podcast is yours. It's been a long day for me. I'm so glad I got my first episode through. I'm so glad. God is good. And before I close, I want you guys to understand that I have a couple of products here, as you already know. For those of you who follow me, you already know what the dry mailbox is all right free installation give me a call look up drymailbox.com that's my uh business that i run over here in orlando and i could go to your home and install the mailbox all right at a good price also the pro kevlock gun bag gun safety bag it's a tactical gun safe that's made out of kevlar fabric okay you storage your gun in there and just to give you guys an idea Coming now uh, in May, mid-May, I'm going to be at the gun show here in Central Florida. So for those of you who want that product at my price, you got to show up the, at the gun show. This May, I believe it's May 15th, May 17th, somewhere around there, uh, in the Central Florida Fairgrounds. So look up my uh, page for ProKevlock.com. Look up my page for uh, DryMailbox.com with the mailbox business. I'm, I'm in everything, okay? I'm in everything. And, of course, you got to support my wife with this. For Life Rio Vida. This is the number one juice product, antioxidant product in the market. Okay? For Life Research. We have, we just came from a convention. My wife and I, we are emotional, ecstatic because there's so many new products. I'm going to talk about that soon. Very soon. Very soon. Very soon. We're going to talk about those products because, yo. This, this juice right here, we take this every morning, every day before we leave our home. My daughter takes that, and she has, like, straight A's, for real, for real. So, visit my page. Visit my products. I appreciate you guys for your time. Thank you for sharing this content. And I want to leave you guys with this last word right here. Look at your screen right here real quickly. Proverbs. 
16.3. What does it say? It says, Ask the Lord to bless your plans and you will be successful in carrying them out. I'm going to read it one more time. Proverbs 16.3. Ask the Lord to bless your plans and you will be successful in carrying them out. All right? So, be blessed. God bless you. And I will see you in our next podcast. I have some very interesting person that are going to be coming through this uh, podcast. They're going to be coming through here with some great business in the local area of Orlando. They're going to be coming here with some great products. And I am super, super happy to get this first launch uh, episode out. So thank you. God bless you. And I'll see you next time. Take care.